All right. Welcome to Marketing Like a Mother. This week, we are doing something a little bit special. We are talking about five tips for productively chasing shiny ideas. So each day, tune back in for another tip. Today, I am your co-host, Olivia Radcliffe. And I'm your other co-host, Michelle Pauvert. And today, we're going to be diving into the first most foundational basic tip for chasing your shiny ideas, and that is acknowledging and embracing the shiny things. So if you have been in our world for any amount of time, then you will know that Michelle and I are both neurospicy. We're both multi-passionate entrepreneurs with multiple businesses and multiple things we chase within each of those businesses. And so we're going to talk a little bit about, well, how we do that first and foremost, <laughs> but how we have come to kind of embrace all of these shiny ideas instead of actually trying to change who we are in the process. Yeah, because basically the ideas are going to come regardless of if you want them or not. You know, we have basically an unlimited supply of ideas for different projects, new tech to try out, different strategies we want to give a go of, courses we want to take, new certifications, like it doesn't stop. And if you're like us, we want to really encourage you to stop trying to fight the ideas that are coming, trying to stop the flow, because it it's naturally part of how your brain works. And it's not only just like sad that you're losing all those amazing ideas, but it can start to really back you up into a kind of, this metaphor is a bit disgusting, but like a bit of a mentally constipated entrepreneur where you're not able to actually think creatively, work adaptively, because you are blocking all of that amazing innovative sort of process in your mind so we really want to encourage you to like let those ideas flow and not fight who you are in the process because that is truly the secret sauce that will ultimately make your business stand out and make you really love being in your business too yeah and and I think that's something not to I don't know don't disregard that that you enjoying what you're doing in your business is a really, really key part in how your your clients, potential clients will see you in your business as well. When you love what you're doing and you get excited about how you're serving people and how you're helping them, that will absolutely show through your marketing, your messaging and your sales and, and help make all of that very magnetic for everybody. Um, now on the very like, not emotional side of things. <laughs> I will also say that being multi-passionate can also help you in a very direct business sense because you're able to kind of cross-pollinate with your different offers. So you can combine different industries, different niches, different things that seemingly seemingly don't go together, but you can find this way to combine them together to mix them and make something completely magical that is going to stand out above and beyond what anyone else in your niche is doing. And it's going to help take those results that your clients are going to get. It's going to take those results and just catapult them to the next level. So um, for example, you could be um, a business coach who also incorporates therapy methods. I say that because that's the only thing that popped in mind because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so That's exactly what Olivia does. That's exactly what I do. I didn't even, yeah. Anyways, but you could be, I don't know, um, a therapist who works with artists and you also mm -hmm. sell art on the side. You know, you can have those different things that really come into play and use your art to help your therapy clients get to the next level. You could be a gardener who also is a chef and you could 
grow your own edible herb garden and such and incorporate all that. And there's lots of different ways to just take seemingly completely different areas and merge them into something that's even more amazing than, than what yeah. they would be on their own. And remember, there is the through line and that's you, you know, yes. you are passionate about those different things and they speak to you likely for very similar reasons. They spark something in you. And by leaning into that spark, you're going to attract other people who also share those sparks. You know, it's rare to find someone with a hobby that nobody else has ever been interested in, rare to find someone who's got a topic that they're interested in or approach they're interested in that nobody else would care about. That's highly unusual. I challenge you to try and be that person because it's human nature to be interested in something different, to want to learn, to want to understand, to want to explore things. So I think that, yeah, it's just about like embracing that spark of excitement that is within you and sharing it to attract others who share that spark. Yeah. Um, so being the positive, multi-passionate, cheering people we are, I know you're likely listening to this and going like, okay, but how do we embrace all this shiny and want to chase all the squirrels without just jumping from project to project and dropping the ball on all the other stuff you have to do? do to actually run a business, live a life, have kids. Um, and that's where we really love to pair this kind of bigger picture, dreamy thinking with some practicality. Um, personally, I love to keep a list of all the stuff to put it out of our heads and into something concrete. So it doesn't just sit there in the what if pondering stage and actually becomes something real and tangible we actually have a notion dashboard that I created because that's how my brain works. And we put together uh, as a freebie, which you can find on our website. It's at likeamothermovement.com slash tracker. And that is like basically how I've been capturing all of the ideas I have for a book, for a blog, for a podcast episode, for a new offer, for a template, for a training just dumping them into one place with all the details when the idea is fresh, when it's shiny, when it's in my mind, allows me at least to kind of semi-close that tab, like snooze that tab in my brain so I can make space for the things that actually have to get done during the day without worrying I'm going to lose it. It's kind of like when you are asleep and you have a really good dream and you want to remember it. It's really hard to hold on to all the specifics as you actually try and wake up and get up, you know, on with your day, get dressed, have a shower. But if you capture that idea when it's fresh, when it's still in your mind and clear, like when that idea hits, um, I find it's much easier to spark yourself to remember it again, to go back to that idea, come back to it and actually start bringing those ideas to life rather than just sort of living with it as a nice idea you roll around in your head where it can kind of become morphed into something else it can kind of get lost it can get tangled up into this big what if that never actually gets actioned on so I'm a big fan of just taking it out of your head and putting it somewhere on a list yeah and you know along those lines once you have this list in place and going you can then go back to it and and take a look at stuff later on and say, what in the world was I talking about? What is this? What do I want to focus on next? I get amazing ideas when I'm on a walk with my son. Like inevitably, that's when things start to hit me. And so I'll jot it into a little keep note or something like that. And 
go back later on and look at my ideas. And some of them are really great and I want to chase them and I take it to the next level. And some of them I get into it and I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> what was that? I think the other day I looked and I had one that just said fishing. <laughs> I have no idea what fishing meant. I know it wasn't go fishing. It was some sort of metaphor in there, something that I meant to do with that. But I think the point is, is that once you get these things out of your brain and onto paper, you can make that next logical choice. And sometimes we can have this idea that we're super excited about, makes a lot of sense in the moment, uh, really gets us you know, excited to jump on it and start chasing it and drop everything and just explore it. But when you take that next step and put it on paper, you can come back to it later on and say, okay, is this really worth exploring? Is this worth my time and effort and energy? Is this something I really do still want to chase? So Mm -hmm. whether you are using a notebook, whether you're using just, I don't know, a notes app on your phone, whether you download our shiny scroll tracker, which I do highly recommend because Notion is awesome and anything Michelle builds in Notion is awesome. Um, (laughs) But whatever you're using, just start getting your ideas out. Just get them down on paper. And uh, so once you have your list, then what? So over the next four days, we're going to share a bit of our framework that has really helped us to chase all of our shiny ideas, our shiny squirrels. But if you want to go further with us also on Black Friday, we are going to have a really amazing opportunity for you to join us in our membership that is dedicated to helping you productively chase all of your shiny ideas, these shiny squirrels shiny squirrel chasers club say that five times fast um so with that stay tuned tomorrow for the next step and we will see you then